I don't know. It kind of, I can make that noise and it freaks me out, but it's more like the Tooth Fairy. Do you remember the Tooth Fairy in Darkness Falls? Did you watch Darkness Falls? No. Oh my God. I fucking, I love horror movies, but for some reason that fucking thing freaked me the fuck out and it would just make that noise like, uh. (laughs) you're like, what the fuck? But my favorite, this is so stupid, but whenever we're in haunted houses, it's about noises, I promise it's relevant. Whenever we're in haunted houses, the zombies always go, Ah, and make noises like fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> and they do. Yeah. They do. <laughs> so Joey will always be like, oh, that was a really cool uh, Velociraptor you just did right there. Like, you know, to see if they'll break character. <laughs> or we'll, yeah, we'll just like make dinosaur noises. It's a great time. <laughs> hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. You had a new weird spaceship computer that I don't understand. Yeah. I, I fucking don't either. Um, And then I had to buy this little... Thing because there's no USB ports on the new Mac and so I had to buy like a bypass thing and it's bulky and weird but here we are it like plugs into the side yeah. or something and yeah okay. and it's awkward I don't understand why Apple has to take things away that are like useful they- because Apple is fucking horrible and I've been sucked into the Apple program and now I can't back out because I don't understand Androids and I feel like I'm 80 when I touch an Android phone. I know, same. Yeah, or um, like, what is Samsung? Is that Android? Yeah, it's like, I think that's the operating system. Okay. I, I just don't, I can't get it. And everyone who has a fucking Android is like, oh, I'll never be able to use an Apple. And everyone who has an Apple feels the same way about a fucking Android. Yeah, my mom performs prefers uh androids and i'm when yeah whenever i touch it i feel like a fucking octogenarian i don't know how it works i don't i fully finally understand what my dad feels like whenever he tries to use technology when i touch an android yeah i can't i can't do it so yeah so now i have this fucking macbook that is a spaceship and i don't know what the fuck i'm doing with it so it's a great time but here we are and we're back hopefully yeah hopefully this episode comes out in one piece (laughs) i mean it should (laughs) (laughs) we'll see what happens and the worst part is it's probably like so what's this is going to come out when uh oh where's my fucking calendar on this computer She don't know what day she's on. Oh, today's uh, the ninth. I don't know what Monday the is. The thirteenth. The thirteenth. Y'all are gonna get this episode in time for us to go on Christmas break, pretty much. I fucking know. We might, maybe one more. I don't know. Sorry, guys, we fail. But you know, then we'll be on season three. So yeah, holy shit. season three, three seasons. Wow. That's, I'm kind of fucking impressed by us right mm-hmm. now. We stuck Same. to it. Sure did. Yeah. Yank it in front uh, of us. No, we're here. So, you know that Pittsburgh personified Twitter thing that you follow, or, or Instagram? It's my favorite account on the internet. I'm going to submit one. Okay. But I need help with the wording. Oh, uh, tell me. So, you know the car wash in Wilkinsburg? The car wash in Wilkinsburg. Like, when you're coming into Wilkinsburg from the parkway. Okay. 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 There's that abandoned ass car wash that has been abandoned. There's fucking fences up around it and shit, right? Uh Uh-huh. The sign, though, has remained pristine for a decade. None of the letters have fallen off of it. (laughs) 
it looks like it's brand fucking new, like it's a supernatural entity. I don't fucking understand. Or like okay. they're building a car wash. <laughs> like Yeah. It's it's weird. As the car wash is dilapidated and falling down around the sign. The sign has is one of those ones that has those letters that you like I'm talking about those stupid plastic uh letters that you would push in and to change the sign. Uh-huh. They fall off of brand new signs. Yeah. And that one it's like they're super glued onto it. So um, I'm, I'm thinking something along the lines of, I wish anything in my life stuck around like the sign on the Wilkinsburg. <laughs> I wish, like, <laughs> I wish, I wish my will to live lasted yeah. as long as. <laughs> That's it. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. But every time I drive past it, I think of that fucking Instagram account and I'm like, I gotta do it. I gotta fucking submit it. Listen to me. That is my favorite fucking account on the internet. It's so funny. It is so funny. But I don't even want to reference it because people that don't live here are not going to get it. Like, No. There's Pittsburgh Graffiti, too. Do you follow them? Oh, no. I should, though. I love that shit. Yeah. There's a lot of really great Pittsburgh Graffiti. Pittsburgh is the weirdest fucking place. It is. It's so weird. And I think about that a lot. How it's like, it's like this this urban like it's a city but then there are people that have been here literally their whole lives and and have this like ancestral uh connection to it and they talk like this they're going downtown oh my god and i'm like what the they add s's on to fucking everything down the giant eagles we gotta go giant eagles walmarts yeah it's so weird i love that account that account is my favorite i I bitch about Pittsburgh so fucking much, but when someone talks shit, no, don't. No, yeah, then I get pissed. So like, <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to leave this fucking place, but don't talk shit about it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah. Um. All right. So you said you have a good. Uh. Oh no. Do you want to do your icebreaker first? Oh wait, that's Becky. Fuck, we are so out of it. <laughs> and that's Rachel and her spaceship computer. <laughs> oh my god! Apparently, my spaceship brain She's right pulling now. Pulling an Elon Musk and going to space for five seconds. Or no, wait, that was Jeff Bezos. My bad. Was it Elon Musk too? It was his project. It was his project. William Shatner for some goddamn reason. Like, William Shatner went on that. Yeah, that's uh, fucking hilarious. It's yeah. At least I didn't name my computer some weird fucking letters and claim it spells Ash, like Elon Musk did with his child. Mm. <laughs> I hate. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, he's up there with Bezos, but he's so um, he has the most punchable face. Yeah. Yeah. He really fucking does. He really does. It's, yeah, it's bad. Um, this is Chardonnay and DNA where we bitch about Facebook and Elon Musk. Apparently not Facebook, Amazon. Facebook too. Fuck Zuckerberg. Let's fuck all of them. Fuck all of them. <laughs> um, what is your icebreaker? Oh, well, this came from Lauren and it's a pretty interesting one. What is, is there like a smell that you absolutely like can't stand? And she said it could be any smell. I want kind of like an obscure smell. That I can't stand? Yeah, like a smell. Like, I'll give you mine. Mine is the smell of wet peanut butter. Like, when you have like... Who is wetting their peanut butter? (laughs) Wait, I'm going to give you an example. When you have like a spoon or a knife or whatever in the sink, and you're like washing your dishes, the smell of like wet peanut butter is so disgusting i've never smelled it now i want to go wet down a peanut butter spoon and understand 
the next time when the next time that someone in your household has peanut butter and then you're getting ready to wash that fucking knife it's so gross I have peanut butter toast like every morning. That's like my breakfast. So I'll, I'll do that. And oh you man. Know. You'll never be I'll the report same. back. Yep. Um, I'm, I have a lot of smells. Like I have issues with smells and textures of things. And like, I just have, you know, problems. I'm a fucking broken human, but, um, I cannot smell this. I cannot stand the smell of raw chicken or raw beef at all. Oh, like, it smells for some reason sometimes raw beef smells like fucking sewage to me like that's how my brain interprets the okay. smell okay and i can't like it's part of the reason i've stopped eating red meat as well other than like dietary needs but like the smell whoop, can't do it okay um and raw chicken smells very sour to me even when it's not sour like even when it's like fresh chicken and like mm-hmm. it's not gone bad so bear now is not the time sir shady little bitch dog bear shady little fuck he just got groomed and he's so cute um oh <laughs> so i can't i can't do that i have a counter icebreaker okay is there a I don't, this i want it to be a weird thing like is there a smell that every once in a while you'll pick up and it triggers a random memory for oh yeah you? yep okay i have one right now okay. um so for some reason at my at my grandma's house there when I would go down into her basement or like when someone, when that, the basement door would like open, that's where her laundry is, which, but, but for some, it smelled so strongly of uh like dryer sheets, but it smelled so good. And it's just like, I just associated it with her house. So now whenever I, there's like the certain smell of like grandma's house and dryer sheets, like that I'll pick up and it just like puts me right at her house. It's so weird. Nice. That's kind of sweet though. I like that one. Right? Oh, and also like diff- like uh, con- the smell of like construction paper and okay. crayons like just reminds me of like elementary school. Okay. No, that's those are nice. Um, so speaking of the grandma one, my grandma used to make Easter bread every year Um, and it was like this bread that we'd make and it was like a Italian thing. And we'd put like hard boiled eggs and make little baskets around them and stuff. And like it was a whole thing. And it has a very distinct smell. And every year around Easter, I will smell it, even though she's never been in this house and like no one's making it here. Oh, it, so it's like, like not even really there, but you'll just. Yeah, it's like a phantom smell that I get every once in a while. And it like just throws me back to that. And then this one's really fucking stupid and weird. Okay. But when I was young and on my very first trip to Gettysburg, okay. We had gone, it was people I don't want to talk about. But anyway, we went and on the way back, like I was really upset we were leaving because I had loved it and I wanted to stay. Like I would have fucking lived there. And when we were leaving, as the sun was setting and we were driving through the battlefield, I smelled this, this smell that was kind of like a mixture of, I don't even know how to explain it. It was like a coppery, campfirey kind of smell. I can't, I really can't describe it, but every once in a while, I will pick up a whiff of it and all I see is like the sun setting over the battlefield in Gettysburg whenever I pick up this smell and I have not identified what the fuck it is. It's probably like a fire or someone burning some shit. You That's know what so I mean? weird because when you said Gettysburg, I was like, I bet it's fire. Like, I don't know yeah. why. I was just like, I bet it's like fire. That's so yeah. weird. So it's it's very odd, but and I can't figure out where it comes from whenever I do smell it, but I always just like remember leaving the battlefield and like the sun setting on the battlefield and it's like a weird image in my brain. 
Maybe that's like some ghosty shit. I don't know. Probably. Just like the fucking Easter bread sure as shit is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice idea, Lauren. Very good. Very good old sport. Yeah. Um, did you see that Scott Peterson's death sentence got commuted to life in prison? No, I fucking didn't. Yeah, let me just ruin your day. <sighs> I I don't I mean not, but you know. I honestly to me I feel like him rotting in jail is worse than him getting the fucking chair. But he still has like hoes in prison though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like to me it's like your egotistical just, fuck is still, you know, a piece of human shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I saw that this morning and I was like, oh, oh I wonder if that knows. No, I did not hear that. And I can't believe it. I have yeah. been like, I have been like gone all day, but uh, I got to look. In this article says Scott Peterson's lawyer claims new evidence will exonerate convicted killer. <laughs> Suck my literal dick. <laughs> like, in what fucking universe? Unless you literally give me like another human being that dead ass is like, yes, I killed her. And here is her like blood on my hands. I will not believe you. Even then, I might not, to be totally honest, that he didn't yeah. have anything to do with it, you know? Suck my actual ass, please. Yeah, I just... Mm. Wow, I'm gonna yeah. have to... I'm gonna have to read this more later, because I'd love to fucking know what their, like, groundbreaking evidence is. Well, we can always talk about it whenever we do our next week. Yeah, I'll look at... I'll look more into that. The fuck? Okay. That just pissed me off. Any, I, yeah, I knew it was going to. Yeah, well, it's just the fact, like, oh, new evidence. But no, fuck off. Yeah. Fuck right off. It's horseshit. Um, do you have any other updates for us? No, I, I looked to see if there was anything new on the Tamla Horsford petition. It's, it's like, just creeping along. So if anyone hasn't signed that petition to get that case over to the, F, like, to the, um, like, federal... FBI not the fucking GBI um you should so that it can get another look um and then just Purvis Payne we already know uh the death sentence was officially like vacated so he's no longer on death row he still faces two life sentences but as long as he's alive there's still a fight left so yeah there's still a fight and we you know they can keep working to get him the hell out of there so yeah so good yep good stuff how about you anything no all right. There's some people claiming that they've decoded that uh why he the Tamam should case like his little cipher thing. Oh. But I haven't really looked into it a whole lot that came up out in October. Um hmm. but that's all that I have seen. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, story for me. I do. Um every time I <laughs> say the name of like the case, I keep thinking about the episode of Bob's Burger was with the mad pooper. <laughs> oh, yeah. You did tell me that you asked if I heard of it. It's the mad. The mad trapper of Rat River. Man, say that five times fast. I know. I know. So, and it's kind of like odd. It's one of, it's Canada's longest manhunt, too. 
And I am just going to be totally brutally honest with you. I am fucking swamped right now because we're trying to get the store open. So I, uh, this isn't the most, like the best research, bestly? Wow. The, uh, <laughs> the most intensely researched case that I've ever done. Um, so I want to put together, like, I don't know how many months it actually lasted, but it was quite a fucking while. So. All right. Um, Let's talk okay. about the mad pooper. The mad pooper. <laughs> All right, so uh, William and Edward Snowshoes met a stranger on July 7th, 1931. I should have probably uh, mentioned this is in Canada. Um, The men were trappers in the Northwest Territories of Canada near Fort McPherson. Uh, When they met him, they accidentally called him Albert Johnson. And from then on, that was the name that he'd be known by in the community and that he would kind of like go by. But it wasn't actually his name. Okay. Um. The man had a really strange accent. It was clearly not from the area. And RCMP Constable Edgar Millen questioned him after he came down the Peel River on July 9th, 1931, and noted that he was clean shaven and seemed to have a good amount of money for supplies and that he thought he might have a Scandinavian accent. Um. He traveled the waterways in an indigenous built raft and then built a small eight by 10 foot cabin on the banks of the Rat River. He had not asked for a trapping license, which Millen had actually advised him to do because this was like people during the the depression were like fleeing up there to go and like trap and make money off of furs and everything. Mm. And you had to have like a trapping license to do that. And Mm -hmm. he thought maybe that's what this guy was doing. And he was like, if you're going to trap, you need to have a trapping license um so he didn't actually get one um and it was just really strange for someone to be living in that area without obtaining one too like that was a lot of the way people made their money Mm -hmm. um and survived so um on christmas day uh first nations trappers complained to this to the uh rcmp that johnson had been interfering with their trap lines by tripping them and then hanging them on trees So just like setting them so they wouldn't catch anything. Mm. Um, And I guess there's speculation that like he might not have actually been doing that and that the trappers were just upset that he was in the area trapping. Like there's all sorts of weird theories, but I buy that he was doing it. Um, On December 28th, Constable Alfred King and Special Constable Joe Bernard traveled to Johnson's cabin to question him about the tampering of the traps um johnson refused to open the door for the constables or even to speak to them so then king had to travel almost 80 miles to the town of aklavik i'm saying that wrong but i'm not canadian uh to obtain a warrant to search the premises so this is like where he lived is like the fucking wilderness right like they had a dog sled in and out of there oh okay yeah um So on December 31st, King and Bernard returned to Johnson's cabin with Constable R.D. McDowell and Special Constable Lazarus Sitton Chinley? Nailed it. Nailed it. You got it. Yeah. Sadly, that man's name. Lazarus is a fucking badass name. (laughs) It's a fantastic name. Lazarus. Uh, uh king approached the door to the cabin and knocked and without any warning johnson fired a shot that went through the door and struck king directly in the chest 
Gunfire was exchanged while King was placed on a dog sled to race him to the hospital in Aklavik, 80 miles away. On a dog sled. 80 fucking miles away. I'm sorry. I'm laughing because, like, just the idea of this injured man on a dog sled, like, are the... Are the dogs like barking like a siren? Are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's a really hilarious image. Oh my god! Just wee wooing okay. down the road. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but like, my whole thing is eighty miles in a car. That's is a long time. A like, long fucking time. Eighty miles with dogs. That's like. Did he? He died. No. Like, what? He did not. Surprisingly enough, King survived. Shut up. Yeah, yeah I was like, holy shit. <laughs> um, and police didn't understand why Johnson would just randomly fucking shoot an officer over a trapping violation. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that can't bode well for him shooting a cop. No, no. And like. The only fucking reason could be that he was either running from something and he thought they were coming after him for something else. Mm -hmm. Or he was doing something hella illegal in there. Like, in the 30s, I don't know what, but like, just... Yeah, if he, unless he thought it was someone else, like you said, like, yeah, coming coming after him, I guess. Yeah, or like maybe he had committed a crime somewhere else and had fled there. And you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of reasons. He could have also just been mentally you know unstable and not know you know so i guess there's reasons but like it just doesn't nothing makes sense there um so they rightfully assumed that johnson was dangerous and gathered a group of police uh to go and arrest him the party consisted of rcmp inspector alexander er ames i'm sorry it's e-a-m-e-s constables millen and mcdowell special constables bernard and Sidden shinley the names just get great. <laughs> Tell me how you would say this. K-N-U-T-E. K-N-U-T-E. Knut? Uh, Newt? It's probably silent. Newt? What? Newt? Why not just spell it like Newt? Well, I don't know. It, like, why, why is knife spelled like knife? I guess. And- but I just, it's just, I just think of like a Newt, you know, like a Newt, like a little... We're on FaceTime and no one's going to know that I just went me (laughs) with my hands like eyeballs on my head. Um, Anyway, Newt Lang, Ernest Sutherland, Carl Gardland, and First Nations guide Charlie Rat, who has the only name in that entire thing that was just normal. Charlie Rat. Yeah. All right. I just, I was just looking at all the other pronunciations of all the other names. And I'm like, Charlie Rat's the only one that like. They're them Canada Hoosiers. Yes. Um, On January 9th, 1939, they reached the cabin and found that uh, Johnson had actually fucking fortified it. Really? He knew they were going to come back. (laughs) Well, yeah, dude, you fucking. Yeah. Okay. So Ames called out for him to surrender. And Johnson's response was to simply fire on the group. <laughs> He's like, I know what'll help. <laughs> yeah, more guns. Um, so Johnson had a rifle and a shotgun, and he managed to hold off the attempts to get into his cabin for a good long while. Um, and then on the 10th of January, the police ended up using dynamite 
uh, and blew the cabin's roof off and collapsed the walls. <laughs> Somehow, this motherfucker was okay. Unscathed. He survived unscathed and continued to shoot at police. Wow. In the rubble. Okay. Yeah. He's got a set of fucking brass balls on him. The whole way through this fucking story. Okay. Um, when that attempt to uh, subdue him didn't work, they ended up having to retreat back to Aklavik because uh, they were running out of food for the men and the dogs. And they were, um, the temperature was actually negative 43 degrees <gasps> Celsius, which is, I think, negative 45 Fahrenheit. So it gets different when it goes in the negatives, like even more different. Um, so <sighs> they went back on January 14th and they found that he had fled his cabin and they had no way to track him because the snow had covered his footprints. What a lucky bastard. I mean, he's lucky for a couple months, but that's, yeah, that's about it. But I just mean initially, like he survives a fucking explosion. A dynamite blast? Yeah. yeah. And then his his tracks get conveniently covered by the snow. Like, like how the fuck were they supposed to find this dude? And not yeah. to mention, he was like, apparently hard as fuck because he wandered off into the goddamn wilderness. Right. That's at a, negative 43. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, how did this, what? Like what, what? Like, how did he live? That's crazy yeah. as hell. Uh, yeah. I'm, mm, it blows my mind. So they, uh, they started to search 161 mile radius for that man. Uh, and they had two separate posses and they utilized like different branches of their police force as well as 11 First Nations trackers to try and find him. Um, I should probably say that first, just for people who are listening that aren't Canadian or familiar with Canada, First Nations are their, like, they're, they're indigenous people. Uh-huh, okay. So I, I didn't explain that earlier. But um, yeah, so they, they're called First Nations. Um, by the 21st of January, there was still no sign of him and their supplies were running low. So Ames left Millen, Garden, Verville, and Rydell to continue the hunt and took the rest of the group back to Aklavik to resupply. When that happened, Millen ended up getting a break because a First Nations hunter reported hearing a rifle shot in the Bear River area. Um, so the party actually headed in that direction and they caught up to him on the 30th of January. They surrounded him in a thicket and Millen called out to him, telling him to surrender because he was surrounded. And instead of surrendering, he opened fire with a rifle. <laughs> um, and during that firefight, he struck Millen through the heart and killed him. Uh, the rest of the posse believed that Johnson was surrounded. But when it got dark, this motherfucker climbed an almost vertical cliff and got away. <laughs> who is this guy like he not human no seriously does he have like nine fucking lives i don't understand he must i a vertical fucking cliff climbed it (laughs) reminds me of the spongebob episode (laughs) where he's stuck in rock bottom rock bottom yes (laughs) yes oh my god um yeah so he used the cover of darkness to do that and he got away According to, Jesus. Right. According to the Canadian Encyclopedia, he was a really resourceful woodsman and used tricks like backtracking, leaving blind trails, following caribou trails to disguise his own tracks, 
and even crawling through what seemed like, I can't say that word right now, just underbrush that people couldn't fucking get through, right? Like even animals would probably struggle to get through this shit. Um, He would travel through weather that even the most experienced First Nations hunters and trackers wouldn't travel in. And he'd survive and get through it. Wow. So eventually the RCMP had to call in the use of an airplane to track Johnson. Uh, the Bush pilot Wilfred Wap May. <laughs> Can I make the joke? <laughs> yeah. Bush pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to be like, <laughs> your mom's a Bush pilot. <laughs> Anything with the bush just drives, like, it's, you can't. You can't fucking take it seriously. You can't. Bush and beaver, also beaver. I I can't. Um, so, Lauren's boyfriend used to live in the city of beaver, and, uh, (laughs) and there was this, like, I think it was, like, a pharmacy or something, like, or a drugstore or something like that, like, a local one, and it said, like, um, what did it say? It was like trying to oh man, it was something with like healthy beaver. It was like trying to maintain a hel- <laughs> a, a healthy beaver or something like that. It, like, oh fuck, I I have to ask her what it, exactly it said, but it was the funniest shit. The Wendy's in Beaver oh. went viral because on the wall it says welcomes to Wendy's Beaver. Oh no, not Wendy's Beaver. Yeah, you're like, what the fuck? There's just no way to not have something sound dirty in Beaver. Mm -mm. But Beaver Falls has really good donuts and cinnamon rolls, so (laughs) we'll go with that, I guess. The the Beaver has really good uh, buns. Has delicious sweet buns. Delicious sweet buns and nice donuts. (laughs) The nice, okay. (laughs) Listen. The Bush Pilot. What? <laughs> okay. The Bush Pilot, Wilfred Wap May, was called in for help. I'm sorry. Wap. I'm not happy about it. <laughs> but it's not spelled like, it's not spelled like wet ass pussy. It's spelled like a derogatory term for an Italian. Oh, which is W-O? O-P. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Whatever. And they literally called him Wap May. Oh, it's, I don't, I'm just, I'm reporting it. I, I don't fucking know. Okay. Um. So he was called in for help. He was actually a World, World War One flying ace who was part of the dogfight that shot down the infamous Red Baron, which, you know, cool. Sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that one. Oh. Great, that one. All I think of the Red Baron is Snoopy, and I don't actually think of, like... Well, when you said that, I was like, should I know what that is? Like, I, I No, but I'm assuming that it's important, it's so I added it to the story. Okay. It's very impressive. Good for you, WAP. So, <laughs> <laughs> during a blizzard on February 9th, his plane was grounded, and then three days later, the police received news that during that blizzard, Johnson had crossed the Richardson Mountains. So he had cross mountains during like a fucking crazy blizzard that grounded a plane i think that this guy was a time traveler i i don't know the whole thing it's just it blows my mind i don't have any fucking idea and i don't have much resolution for you either at the I end i think he was a fucking time traveler that like had an iphone with google maps that was able to direct him like this how how i i I don't know. 
I time, don't know. Time traveler. It, that would make sense. I could buy it. Yeah, that's all I can think of. Um, so on uh, February 14th, May sighted Johnson's trail along the Eagle and Bell River joining, and fog kept him on the ground for two days. So Ames and part of uh and a party of eleven men walked up the Eagle River and left like directional markers for May until he could be airborne again. And then on February 17th is when he was able to get back up in the air. Um, while he was overhead, Ames and the police had actually overtaken Johnson on a hairpin bend of the frozen river. Uh, Johnson tried to run and threw himself down in the snow, opening fire on the police using his backpack for cover, because that's going to be enough. Um, and eventually Johnson shot a police officer named Hershey. Luckily, he did not die. Um, Johnson was caught in crossfire and was hit several times and had a fatal bullet that severed his spine. And that's how he died. Um, at the time of his death, Johnson had $2,410 in Canadian currency. I don't know what the fuck that is in today's money. This was 1931. How much? $2,410 in Canadian currency. 2000 I'm sorry. 410 Okay. And that was in... I'm sure it's quite a bit. 1931. Oh. Well, a dollar was worth $18 today. So 2000 times 18. Well, I mean, that's a good bit of money, that's right? That's a lot of money, yeah. I wonder if he robbed a fucking bank or some shit. So that would be like f- over 40 grand in Canada's Just like, money. That's in, in maple money. That's crazy. In maple, yes. In maple money. And $10 in American money. Which, okay. And then five pearls. Um, a small amount of gold that included pieces of dental work. Don't know. Not his dental work. Um, he stood at nearly 5'10 with blue eyes and brown hair. And he was estimated to be about 35 years old. But his face was like prematurely weathered. So when you see pictures of this dude, because I have pictures of him when he was dead, he like frozen. Was like a hundred yeah he looks old as fuck it's weird um and his eyes are like creepy as fuck it's it's really odd um because the old picture like didn't really capture the blue so they just look like fucking white and his face is like frozen in like this weird like expression it's creepy um so his fingerprints at the time didn't match any in the canadian or american police files and to this day no one still knows his identity um, he was buried in a cemetery in Aklavik and then exhumed by a forensic team to take DNA in 2009. The testing suggested that he was Scandinavian or Scandinavian American and in his 30s. So they were right in their assumption. Um, and then the examination of the Mad Trapper's remains revealed other insights. Uh, he suffered from scoliosis. Um, he had undergone sophisticated and expensive dental work for the time. Hmm. So maybe he was a fucking time traveler. I'm telling you. Um, and then the results of the oxygen isotope tests conducted suggested he spent his youth in the American Midwest. Really? Mm-hmm. 
So um, the DNA actually, we talked about Othram before because they they tested like the tiniest amount of DNA ever yeah. on one of the ships. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they have worked with his uh, DNA. Um, there have been comparisons made with more than two dozen families with strong evidence that he was a family member of them. Um, but there has been no close relatives identified to this day. Um, and then they determined that he was Swedish um, and they know multiple descendants. Um, he, the trapper is linked to multiple descendants of Gustav Magnusson uh, and Britta Svensdotter. Um, and that he, he, he's their descendant and the descendant of their close relatives. Many of his genetic matches trace their ancestry to the towns of Hanger. I'm not saying this right because it's all fucking Swedish, but um, Hanger, Kavsjo, Koltorp. I feel like I'm in fucking Ikea. Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Sweden. So, um, yeah. And there's like theories about who he was, but most of the DNA stuff has like squashed that because he doesn't match any of the other thing. Like in the thirties, the initial investigation um, thought that he might've been a man named Arthur Nelson. Um, but you know the dna kind of like ruled that out um yeah so and then another family um the johnston family of picto nova scotia have long believed that albert johnson is actually owen albert johnston Hmm. a relative who had left picto at the beginning of the great depression to find work in the united states and then the last letter from johnston was posted from Revelstoke, British Columbia in early 1931, and they never heard from him again. I don't know if they ever did DNA tests because, like, those people were still alive that were saying that. So um, that seems like a lead, but I think the DNA tests have ruled it out because, you know, they've done all this DNA and it wasn't, like, they haven't said it was him. Yeah. So, yeah, so that is the case of the mad trapper, the mad pooper. (laughs) What if it was time travel? I'm just saying. It fucking like truthfully at this point, I I wouldn't roll anything he, out. He had these fancy teeth, and he had mm-hmm. he was able to like navigate his way out of shit that like like a group of men in a plane couldn't even do. He scaled a fucking cliff, right? Like, like <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know. So really, actually, like. Just to put this out there, not that anybody that listens to this podcast, you know, but you never know. Um, they are asked, actually asking if any of that, like, ancestry sounds familiar, like, with your background. Um, you can share your DNA from an existing test um, if you register at dnasolves.com. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't had your DNA tested but you want to participate, you can also do that at DNA Solves Connect. Um, and then if you have any information that might help them build out the family trees, you can actually contact Othram directly. I wonder why they, I wonder why they still care about this. Like, it's like a, it's a Canadian, like, I don't, it's like a Canadian mystery. Like so a, like, they're okay, just into okay. it. Like, just... he like got like, um, he kind of turned into, he's not a folk hero. Don't get me wrong. He's a super dangerous man. And like. But like, but like kind of a badass, just saying like, right. And like, that's like, he kind of has that, like some of what I'm seeing, like when I was researching, 
says that he kind of got like that folk hero status of like yeah. he shot shot against the fucking police and you know bar 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 that kind of yeah. shit you know? yeah like it's not cool that he because he did kill a cop right yeah like, like it, that's not that's not cool no but like but I'm talking about as like the physical feats that he like like how mm-hmm. did he do half like half that shit it's crazy. yeah it's it blows my mind that like he survived all of that and. Um, I don't like to go outside when it's below 40 degrees. Absolutely not. <laughs> so like. Right. Like yeah. How, yeah. That's, that is crazy as hell. I'm just picturing um, that whole time until you mentioned that he had like a creepy face. I was picturing mm-hmm. like Nick Offerman. <laughs> like Ron Swanson. <laughs> no, I, uh, I'm gonna, I just want to send it to you because I want to see your fucking reaction. Wait, can you just flip your. Can yep. You- I can definitely do that. Okay. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god, he's horrifying. Yeah, it's like it's kind of that's the <gasps> that's Oh my yep. his face, it's like grimacing or Mhm. Wow. Okay. So, um in 2021, I guess it was like the 90th anniversary of like the whole thing. Oh, so like damn. that could be why there's like a n- renewed interest, but yeah. it's uh, you know, it's like a Canadian mystery. So like they're like the Somerton man essentially. Yeah. Like, they want to know who the fuck he is right. and why the fuck he did what he did. Yeah. So, wow, yeah. that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, so let me give you my sources. Um globenewswire.com, Wikipedia, all that's interesting history.howstuffworks.com and the Canadian .edu and the Canadian Encyclopedia. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's my Mad Pooper story. <laughs> I can't. Like, anytime. I just... <laughs> and the worst part is that episode i literally watched that episode last night so like it's like prevalent in oh, my now brain it's like it's like pr- you're primed yeah you're primed so, for yeah. the mad pooper mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah well um i have an interesting padded room okay uh it's so i was listening to this podcast today and they were talking about it's like a variety podcast they don't like always talk about like true crime and stuff this wasn't this wasn't really crime it's just fucking weird but they, I wanted to do it as like a podcast topic, but there is absolutely no connection to DNA. Plus, I don't think it's long enough. But okay. what they were talking about is this case that happened in Australia. It's the Trump family, T-R-O-M-P. Okay. Um, have you ever heard about this? No. So this happened in like 2016. This family, was the parents... um. And then they have three grown children. Are you looking it up? No. Oh, okay. They have three grown children that also live with them. Two two girls, two daughters, and a son. And okay. they had this farm. That was, like, their occupation. Um, and they all lived together. Like, the family was, like, kind of, like, weirdly close, in my opinion. Okay. They all, like, worked and lived together. But basically... They get in a car one day and they just drive the fuck off. And like they it's as if they're like running from something. When authorities looked in their house, they had like piles of documents as if they were like looking for things. 
and during so when they left during this little like fucking impromptu like journey the son branched off and then the daughters branched off together and they then they separated from each other then the parents got separated and no one like knew why and then the 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 children ended up making their their way back home and they're adult children but they yeah. ended up making their way back home to like where they you know their house in a, in um that part of australia but to this day they don't know it, it's like they went through like a like a mass delusion kind of thing what? isn't that the weirdest shit so they don't know what they were doing they came home and they're like we have no fucking idea what happened pretty much yeah they like so it sounded to me because they the parents to my understanding were like insistent that no one brings brought anything with them that could be traced like uh credit cards phones any of that shit like none of that could go with them but the okay. the son did bring his phone but they found okay. they found out there shut the fuck up they found <laughs> out that he that they found out that he brought his phone and made him throw it out the window the the craziest shit like it's so fucking crazy they they ended up finding the mother because she presented at like a hospital in like mental health distress but basically what i found so interesting i honestly i don't know it's so fucking weird that's a that's a broad overview but honestly there's not a whole lot of answers beyond that um but what i thought was so interesting is that one of the one of the causes um for whatever happened was literally like a shared delusion that people that live that are like really close they can suffer from like one person has a delusion then the rest start to start to believe it okay okay like i guess it happens with like it can happen with like partners like like romantic partners it can happen with like siblings uh parents and children have you ever seen the movie bug no it's it makes me think of that like it's a psychological horror movie but like the guy is yeah he's like losing it and like the woman he's with like i I watched it's from 2006 and like i watched a really long time ago but that's what it's making me think of like they think there's like a bug in the room and like it's like a delusion and it's like no i'm I'm talking like a fucking wiretap bug not like a creepy crawler oh i was like like a a spider Yeah, no, it, it's something like that. I can't, and like, it gets to the point, like, he's pulling his teeth out and shit. Yeah, like, it's so, it's, like, the craziest shit. And, like, to this day, they, the family's, I guess the family's, like, super embarrassed about it. But, like, everyone's okay. Everyone made it their way back. Yeah, that's, that's insane. But isn't that, like, so fucking crazy? I, it's like, what? Like, I, yeah, so, I, my... I think this another thing could have happened that like one of the parents was having some kind of delusion and was so insistent on leaving that the others were like, okay, well, we're going to go with you. And then we can just progress. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. I don't know. Isn't that the wildest shit you've ever heard? That is crazy. Yeah. The Trump family. Not to be confused with the Trump family. I wish that that. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't (laughs) wish on anybody. (laughs) But um yeah that's uh oh it was recent too it was 2016 yeah 
But I wonder, so like they're farmers and farmers work with like pesticides and shit. Like that I wonder. That was a theory. That was a theory. They wondered, uh, they wondered if they were poisoned somehow. Um, but they tested, but I guess they tested everything and that was debunked. But like, here's the thing. The poison would only last in their system for so long. How long were they on the fucking road? And then like when they were finally tested, okay, they all came back. And like, I think they tested the actual farm. Like. I don't know about poisons, but they, because one of the theories was like, is something that they were growing somehow toxic? Okay. Okay. I just wondered if like, maybe like they had sprayed something and it like had like a psychoactive effect and like fucked with them or some shit. Like, that's so fucking weird. Isn't that so crazy? Wow. But like, I just looked them up because I wanted to know. Yeah, like, but that was a theory that like they were growing something that like fucked them up or something. Yeah, like I don't, but I don't know about actual like pesticides and that type of shit. Right. But, um. But I mean, wouldn't that have already happened though? Like, what? I don't know. It just seemed like it was a new, a new product. Yeah. A new, you know what I mean? Or like yeah. maybe a fungus grew. Like fucking funguses are creepy. Like. Uh, there's a fungus that makes ants turn into like zombies and shit so like it who knows who fucking knows isn't it crazy Let's blame it on mushrooms isn't it crazy to think that some mushrooms can kill you some can like make you trip balls and some just are on pizza every edibles i mean every mushrooms edible once but at least once <laughs> yeah so you know <laughs> like it who, is what it is like who got that job to like test them it <laughs> you know what i mean just like who looked at a fucking udder and was like, that looks pretty fucking good. We should pull it. Yeah. Let's, the, the baby cow's sucking on it. So let's do the same. So, yeah, I, I don't, or what comes out of a chicken's ass? Like, how do we know? How do we know? <laughs> like, who did, who figured that out? Who, Lots of trial and error, I bet. But God. I, same with the mushrooms and berries, too. Yeah, berries, too yeah so i don't know but i thought that was really crazy and weird about the tromps the tromps that's wow Mm -hmm. i'm glad they're all okay they're all okay um yeah that's just wow wow yeah you got anything um the store is gonna open very soon (gasps) so exciting so there's that so i haven't really been doing much i've been re-watching weeds (gasps) weeds is weeds is good in the beginning yeah i'm on i'm on where they have fled and like she's starting the stuff like into mexico now okay is that later so i'm on the yeah i think it's the fourth season how many are there like six seven? I, don't, I don't honestly know it's starting to get like to the point where i'm like eh. i love i love the beginning of it i like the beginning yeah. of the show but the, yeah it just i i was talking to joey about it though and i was like listen i don't understand like they don't explain how Nancy got into drug dealing well enough for me. It's a very big plot hole as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. Because, like, if your husband died, my immediate thought is not, I'm going to deal drugs. It's, fuck, I need to get an actual job to provide for my family. And, like, I think she's, I'm sure, like, fast cash, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I truly would not have thought of drugs. And then I was like, well, I wonder, like, and especially because the accountant was, like, judah's friend mm-hmm. and like it's guiding her and then i was like I wonder if judah was a fucking drug dealer or you know what i mean like there's too many weird backgrounds i love backgrounds in in 
shit and like yeah. I yeah so yeah I wonder if she had yeah maybe she had been doing it when the husband was alive and then she was like well now I gotta step my game up because he's dead right yeah so that's why I was like there's just not enough of a background of how she got into it so there should be like a pre-weeds like yes I need to know and then um the new sex in the city came out yes um, I haven't watched it. I've heard bad things. Uh, it probably sucks. Kim Cattrall's not in it, which yeah, kind of and I, that bums me out. I guess her and uh, SJP don't don't jive. Yeah, no. And then I do not understand. So Kristen Davis is her name, the one that plays um, Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. She is such a beautiful woman, and she has had horrible work done. And I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm truly not. I don't know if maybe it's just swelling or she got too much like inject. Like she is so beautiful. And she was just in an article about people like talking about how they had aged and had too many wrinkles or not enough wrinkles. And then I was like, yeah, but then you go and do that. And like, I just, the picture of her in the, like the poster, Uh I'm really truly not trying to shame. She just looks like a totally different person. And it kind of bums me out. Yeah, no, I, I do. I remember seeing that too. And I was like, what? Yeah, like, she doesn't even look like her. And I, I'm just kind of bummed about it. Because like, she's so pretty. And like, I'm sure she was aging gracefully. So I don't, it just makes me sad that she felt the need to do that. If it makes her happy, then that's all that matters. But it just kind of bums me out. Yeah, that I know. I always, I need, I need to look at the, the poster for it or the yeah, the like you I know. think it's called in just like that. Yes. Yeah, I I know I always have mixed feelings about that because I'm just like you it's not even about like you don't have to be anyone's example. Like you don't have to be an example no. for like young women. You don't have to but it's like but you also don't have to like do that to your face. No, and, like, I, I have very mixed emotions on it because, like, I think you should do whatever's going to make you happy. Yeah. And if, if, like, if turning yourself into a fucking lizard is going to make you happy, then fucking do it. Like, there's people who do all, like, the crazy, like, eye tattoos and shit. I don't care. Whatever is going to make you happy. But it just, it makes me sad that, like, because I think what makes me really sad about hers is because she was literally just in an article talking, in an interview, talking about how there's so much ageism out there. And it makes me feel like maybe she was pressured to do that, like that work. Yeah. And the work just doesn't like whoever did her work didn't make her look like her. And it just yeah. like, yeah. I'm a fan of very tasteful plastic surgery, like Blake Lively's plastic surgery. Stunning. Stunning. What plastic she, surgery did she get? Look at Blake Lively whenever she was in Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and look at her now and you'll see what I'm saying. Okay. Megan Fox has had a little bit of work done too. Like, I'm I'm a fan of like really like subtle, but like that like doesn't change your whole face because that happened with Renee Zellweger a while back too. Remember yeah, that? she was puffy just like fucking Kristen. Yeah, and um, it's it's like I don't know. It just it bums me out. Um, I'm trying to find you the comparison so you can see what I'm talking about. But Blake Lively is like, you'll know exactly what I'm saying. It's it's just very it's tasteful the what they did like they they did her nose a little bit because she wasn't happy with it you know what I mean and like do you see okay yeah and like just just like subtle things you know right is what they did for her and like they just enhanced what she thought was her you know 
We're, I don't know. Yeah, no, I get, I do get what you're saying. And then, but then, mm-hmm. and I think it's also hard when like, that's something that Blake Lively maybe wasn't, I don't know. That's something maybe she was insecure about all her life. I think it's, it is sad when it's like, oh, I'm just getting older, so I have to do this. Yeah, like, like age gracefully. Men don't have to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it just, I don't know. And I hope this doesn't come across as shaming in any way, because I don't mean it to. It's just one of those things that, like, it's it's the pressures of society. It, yeah. And, like, That's whatever makes you happy at the end of the day, do it. If peeling off your face is going to make you happy, I don't fucking care. It just makes me sad that, like, I could look at Kristen Davis and go, holy shit, she's stunning. But then she's going to look in a mirror and go, same as all of us. You know what I mean? Like, pick herself apart. It just makes me sad. Yeah, that's true. And especially if you were just reading something where she talks about ageism and then you see that she, like, doesn't look like herself. And you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it bums me out. Mm. Fuck a man, man. Yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. Um, Okay. Well, Well, do you want to do the socials? Sure. Um, you can email us at Chardonnay and D it's all spelled out and DNA at gmail.com or on Facebook at Chardonnay and sign DNA. We are barely on Twitter, but it's at Chardonnay DNA, Instagram at Chardonnay and DNA. Um, send us stories because the taps, the taps are running dry. Mm-hmm. At um, this point, they don't have to be DNA. If it's just something you want us to hear us bullshit about, that's totally fine. Yeah, we can do it. Mm. yeah i think that's it right yeah that's it uh if you are interested in any way in cbd products you are free to go to vancocbd.com oh yes do that uh, it's a v-a-n-k-o cbd.com and that's us on every social media as well so you can follow the store because we're gonna post pictures because it looks so pretty i can't wait i gotta go see it yeah we've done so much work and i'm very excited mm-hmm. so um yeah that's it i w- we may have an episode next week. I don't know. It's going to depend because the holiday stuff that's happening. I, I don't know. Well, one will definitely come. Oh, you mean? Ne- yeah. 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 Well, I'm also, I also have to go pick up my car on Thursday. So got it. We'll talk about it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is the last episode of the season. I don't know what to tell you. We'll, we'll find out. Playing it fast and loose. Yep. All right. <laughs> like your mom. What? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>